Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of Discussing Documentaries with Rick Wharton and myself, Matt Wills. Today, we're doing a happy one. That's happy for me, miserable for Rick. Um, He... You just, when we were just on the phone to each other and I'd said something, you went, don't let your happy positivity get into me. You're not winning me over like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> Do you know, I we are having to release two episodes this week. I'm saying yeah. that right now. <laughs> it's funny because the, the way we attack, uh, so the way we attacked uh, Alan and v, v. Farrow and C. Spiracy. Alan and Farrow on the uh, Patreon and C. Spiracy. They were miserable, right? But I still went into them with the same, yeah! Whereas this one, all about dog groomers, it's like chicken people too. I ran into this. I was like a dog on this one. My towel was wagging. I was like, oh, this was brilliant. I got up at 6am so I could watch it in peace. It was it was great. <laughs> 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 So that that's let, let's do the intro. Look how excited I am! Look, I haven't even done me. Uh, I haven't even done me. Do 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 do. So it's <laughs> we are going to find out with people that do the um, the the requests because they'll either do one of two, one of three things for people putting in requests to us. They'll either do a documentary they want to hear yep. about. Or they'll either want to piss you off yes. or me off. And we're going to find out very quickly <laughs> on who has fans and who likes to be annoyed because there is a line drawn in the sand on this it's Just one. watching this, I was like, oh, this is going to be pissing Rick off. And when you sent me that WhatsApp message, 40 minutes in, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and that wasn't, that wasn't typed. That was a picture <laughs> of my notes. <laughs> So the documentary we are talking about is called Well Groomed. It's on Sky Documentaries. The director is Rebecca Stern. And here are the accolades. It's the audience award winner for the best emerging artist, Rebecca Stern. And that was at the Jefferson State Flix Festival 2019. So on behalf of all of us here at Discussing Documentaries, congratulations, Rebecca. Very well earned. And let's listen to the blurb. This is. <laughs> there is someone from Denmark sat on a dead wheel. Can't fucking believe what he's just heard. <laughs> yeah, the way we're swinging between the emotions is incredible. Um, and this is this documentary is a peek into the exuberant, colourful, and humorous world of competitive, creative dog grooming. This follows various dog owners as they attempt to turn their pooches into works of art. And as I said, it's it's very much like, in fact, it is exactly the same as episode 13, Chicken People. Just they've replaced chickens with dogs. That That's the it's, that's the only difference, right? This could be called Dog People. This is... <laughs> there's, a, there's a line in the film Magnolia, which... Where, um, <laughs> Look at you. Where, persevering through my glare Matt. There's, there's a line in magnolia right where there's a um he's a pickup artist it's played by tom cruise 
and he talks about you know how men need to dominate women and how they need to treat them like dirt because that's what women like and he's being interviewed um by a female reporter who then starts talking to him about his dad and he stops talking and he stops talking for about a minute and then she eventually says what what are you what are you doing and he just says I am silently judging you. That's what you're doing now, isn't it, Rick? <laughs> this is the Rick. I, this is this, the look I'm getting across the across the ether here. I am being silently judged. And look at my happy little face. Look. <laughs> it's an audio medium, Matt. You fucking idiot. <laughs> we can't even show them pictures of the colourful fucking dogs during this. I guarantee you've got seven notes because nothing fucking happened. Chicken people was fucking Shawshank Redemption compared to this one. All right, chicken people was was actually people with you know a little bit of fucking mental strife, something going on in their lives. They were a little bit crackpotty. There was a little bit of difference. This wasn't. <laughs> now I am wrestling with my inner demons of I'm trying to become the type of person who just doesn't shit on other people's hobbies. All right. How's that working out for you? I, I, well, it's not their fault. I had to watch this. But there's but there's you know nine hundred I mean? million dogs on the planet, so someone's going to be interested in in this. Plus, you've got one of those dogs. Well, let me tell you something. So, since you lived close to me, folks, they're trying to figure out things they can do, you know, together. Like my my other half and my mother are getting things in common. Um, and uh, one of the things they started to watch was a show called Pooch Perfect, which, uh, if anyone's heard the podcast, we talk about my sleeping pattern. I normally fall asleep around four in the morning. I can sleep at seven at night the minute that. What happens in Pooch Perfect? The most boring things I've ever seen. Exactly what happens in Well Groomed Only is 20 minutes long, and it's a northern accent guide. We'll have cut his eyelashes to look like this, as opposed to. Hang on, they've to, got Well Groomed uh, as a TV series. And you're telling yeah. me about this now. How long have we been hanging out? Yeah, What's sorry. going on here? You know, I'm crackers about dogs. You know that. What's... Hey, I love my dog. I went on a good dog walk today for the reactive bagel. Uh, we've got like a fun country lane we'll go down into and into the woods now, which is free. So he has no reactions. We walk past an RSPCA center and there's a, a dog, a puppy dog there that um, has made friends of my dog and they run to the they run to the fence and see each other and now my dog won't leave the RSPCA fence without seeing the dog. Oh, cool. Good. Um, this is how small small the town is I grew up in. Um, lady walked past while we were at the R- outside the RSPCA centre and said hello and my girlfriend went, who's that? I said, she's the lollipop lady when I was in infant school. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you think she remembers you? <laughs> no. No, no, I don't think so. But I think she can just say hello to anyone, and like I, I, because I, well, normally, as you know, me dog's reactive, so I have to cross yes. the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, and without her standing there, without a stick, I didn't feel like I could. <laughs> it's just ingrained in me. <laughs> it's just ingrained in me until she says I can cross. I'm not, I'm not allowed to. So I just have to stand still until she walked on. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, so. Here's what happened. You welcome. These are few and far between within the next episode. Here's what happens in Well Groomed. So there's three people. Now, the reason this is going to be tough, not just for Rick, but me as well, is there's no it's because men. There's no, mil- there's no, there's no mil- men in this no one. Men, so Matt, Matt doesn't we- know anyone's <laughs> name that was in this, do you, Matt? 
So in, in in Ithaca, there was Nicole Beckham. She was the uh, the lady who looks a little bit like the lady from Luther or the mother from Dark Materials. She yes. uh, did the dogs as Jurassic Bark. Good, yeah, um, nice one. We also had Angela Kump, who effectively is the Michael Jordan of competitive dog colouring. I find that so offensive. What, to, to Angela like or Jordan, to Michael? He... <laughs> to, to the great one. Um, yeah, sorry, Angela. Angela All right. <laughs> and then finally, we had Adrienne Pope. Now, she's from South Carolina, and it isn't her accent just perfect. It's so relaxing. You're like, oh, yeah. I knew let, that would be one let, of the Let's things. have some apple pie with this woman. She is as American as it gets. So kind. And just that accent. You're like, oh, Americans are nice. That's what you, when you hear her, you're like, these people are good. And what I liked about this documentary is it, so our Patreon fan, Sarah, she said, can we do a documentary featuring more women? This one features only women and none of them get hurt. This is a very rare documentary where no one gets hurt, apart from Rick. We could have, <laughs> we could have done Man on a Wire this week. <laughs> and that one a BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> we literally, like, because I had a problem finding it on Sky. So, like, I came back from my dog walk. I'm like, right, I'm in the headspace to watch this. Uh, I, I searched on the Sky Go app. It wasn't there. I looked for Amazon Prime. It wasn't there. I went, fuck it. I'm going to go and steal some cake from my mother's. Went around my mother's, nabbed some dessert. Came back and then uh, I had to scroll down on Sky Documentaries and I had to scroll past about 147 documentaries I wanted to watch before this one. <laughs> Just click, click, down to W, Matt. Down to W. <laughs> so the three separate women in this, Angela, Adrian, and Nicole, effectively one's at the top of the tree, one's in the middle of the tree. That's Adrian. Angela is at the top, obviously. Uh Adrian's in the middle and Nicole is just starting out. And you just, you focus on these three. And the thing is, they're not weirdos. They're not nutters. That's the thing that was missing. Yeah. Actually, that's me. a good point. Yeah, that, yeah. That That's what chicken people had that this didn't. They weren't nutters. They were just very good at their craft. Really good. And, you know, that's that, that was just their hobby competitively, which I get. But again, they're not super competitive no, either. No, they're just, they're quite nice so people. You, you can't. You can't root for one or the other. Yeah. It's just, oh, that was, They're just you know, nice. Pleasant. Exactly. <laughs> if you could see Rick's face now, when he spat out the word pleasant, they are pleasant. Is there yeah. nothing worse in humanity than pleasant? Ugh. There isn't a documentary. In a documentary, I, I swear to God, right, I will see a transcript of Jamal Kasogi being told to text his son as they're putting a towel over his head to fucking hold him down. I will watch... You know, I will learn something about the world of the whaling industry, but to see people go, well, I just hope the best person wins. Yeah, they were just so nice. They were just so nice. It was a. Uh... You need one arsehole. You need a, You need an antagonist and a protagonist in a narrative, Matt. <laughs> I, well, you say that this one an award, Rick, an award, right? So clearly, uh, you don't yeah, the, need the, a, the dog grooming movie need award, an antagonist yeah, or or a protagonist. And again, I'm, you don't I'm, need anyists. You just need women, some hair dye, and a few poodles. That's all you need. We did, we did the dissident last in terms of the the order of our recordings. We did the dissident. So after every single time 
where I get like unabashed proof that Newcastle United shouldn't have the richest owners in the world. I have to watch one of these <laughs> stupid fucking documentaries afterwards. Uh, <laughs> um, I liked uh, I liked Adrienne quite a lot, right? Because she was quite positive. Just did, did you notice she looked like? Do you know Rebecca Font? Who's Rebecca Font? So she was uh, from Grandma's House, the thick of it, day to day, Avenue Five, Poldark, Transformers, The Last Night, Alan Partridge, War and Peace, Humans. Alan Partridge, does she play Lynn? I think uh, I don't know. I've never seen Alan Partridge. Psycho Bitches, Lewis, Horrid Henry, Nighty Night. <laughs> Is this what all of your notes yeah. are? <laughs> yeah. And the underrated cartoon Monkey Dust. No, you don't. Monkey Dust was underrated. How I thought that was an excellent. That was a great uh, cartoon. Dark, that was dark as dark cover. as it got. Yeah, it I, was beautiful. I got the DVD of that. Thirteen. <gasps> oh wow! I loved Monkey Dust. I thought that was beautiful. Um, oh, that's the first time we've agreed on something. Uh, and look, well groomed bought that out of us, <laughs> Rick. Fact you've, <laughs> you've seen Monkey Dust, but you haven't seen Alan Partridge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I've said we've both seen Well Groomed. How, how sad is the one? Anyway, she looks like her. Um, and let's be honest there's there's not really much to talk about in this documentary I know I picked it and we're 10 minutes in but it's it's just so sweet and lovely Um, I'm judging you silently so (laughs) Kat Upson uh, oh Kat Upson is the fourth woman sorry who's who's sort of she's the Scott Pippin to Angela Kumpay's Michael Jordan. She names her Stop dog. Stop trying to relate this to me like I'm a fucking child. <laughs> oh, it's not you. I've got an audience here, Rick. She's like <laughs> the rock compared to mankind. <laughs> she named her dog Kobe. When did the name Kobe camp come about? Kobe Bryant. He's one of the best basketball players of the last 20 years. It's amazing you try to be making basketball yeah, references no. for the last 20 minutes. You're like, who's calling their dog LeBron? That is, <laughs> but, but the name Kobe until Kobe Bryant, I'd never heard of the name Kobe, and this woman's dog's named Kobe. I no, one of my mates is um, kids called Kobe. But is that after Kobe Bryant? Not sure. I, I don't think it's over the beef. And that's yeah. So that's the only beef. That's the only reason I know Kobe. It's beef. Um, where's the beef? Uh, it's a city in I think Japan that had a famous earthquake. Okay. All right. Um, Kat Upson, so Kobe is a miniature poodle and she says, he is my creative partner. And I just had a moment of, um, <laughs> I had a moment of beauty where I went, oh, what if Rick thinks of me that way? <laughs> I'm his miniature poodle creative partner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment when they were tying the dogs next to the things while they were colouring them. I was thinking of your man. <laughs> <laughs> Because they colour them dogs so well. So what what competitive dog grooming is, is they basically make art out of the dog's body by dyeing the dog different colours. So Jurassic Park, she made about four or five different dinosaurs, didn't she, out of the dog's body with colours and spray paint. Well, that's why I don't think she won. If she just made it look like a Triceratops, I think it would have won. But they're making the dog look like a painting with a lot of different pictures on them. I even disagreed with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, because they had Eamon Holmes. I'm not sure what program is oh, he on. Well, is yeah, he on? they this morning TV. So oh, they have a whole morning. bunch of okay. so they have a whole bunch of people go on and give them shit on this morning TV. Yeah, they start laying into Cat Upson. You're like, hang on, yeah. this is her hobby. Well, it's it's degrading for the dog. Does a dog feel shame? Yeah, yeah, they had them on like. Um... Their equivalent of not Jeremy Kyle, but you know those kind of ilk of TV shows, yes. the Trishes, yeah, yeah. uh, Maury Povich's, and you had the lady stand up. Now, anyone who stands up on those shows, I'm not a fan of the fact they stood up to ask an arsey question with no answer, but says something <laughs> about their opinion. But she does make a point in saying, "I think it's about the attention of the owners." But they're going to competition. Of course, it is. It's a, it's a creative hobby, and I don't disrespect that. There's a one when Cat Upson doesn't win. And she's going over why she didn't get placed. And she's in a hotel room. And she's describing, like, oh, they didn't like this. They were pre- And I could completely empathize with that. Like, yeah. just to be back at the end of a gig go, well, you know, they didn't go for this stuff. I was on after someone who actually had talent. It's not fair someone should be allowed to fucking sing during a stand-up competition. <laughs> Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you definitely got that dejection of trying, like, let's just run through a flicker book of every reason it's not me that I'm shit that I should continue doing. But then I completely the job... understood that hel- human element. But then the dog jumped up on the bed with her and they had a bit of a bit of a play and it was lovely. Just I, I really want a dog. So, uh, yeah, I just absolutely love this. Um, th- this documentary could only be made in America. I don't think there's another country on the they planet. They make a TV show in this country called Pooch Perfect. Some oh, I did just say huh? that. What is happening to my memory? Um... <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you what's happening to your pics and documentaries in the near future. <laughs> All right. This is worth losing picking privileges over. Because um, you, you know I've got a new cat, and that cat... Yeah, Buttons the Bad Cat. Love Buttons the Bad Cat. Buttons yeah. the Bad Cat, right. So I've had the cat for four weeks. I've taken over 200 pictures and videos of the cat. And what I've noticed is... I've wasted time on all my human being relationships. They are empty compared to the love that I give and I receive from this cat. Even this podcast, which I, you know, until four weeks ago, this was my world. It's not anymore, Rick. You are well down the begging order now, my friend. Buttons is points one, two, and three. Is this where we split up? We go two (laughs) different ways. (laughs) What has a documentary? What has a podcast called discussing documentaries? I'm sure Matt keeps the rights to this shit. There's some guy I didn't look at. He can have he can have the icon that looks like it was done on Word Art, and I can keep the dun 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 in the split. Me and Buttons will get a show. Just arguing over who gets Dale in the split. <laughs> That's Dale. He's one of our most interactive listeners, as is people like Sarah. And everyone else that listens, we, we truly appreciate you. Which oh, is we do love it, man. I'm, cause... I'm trying to go from this from, you know, uh, in an analytical, not just being a cock and saying, what's the point in talking about it? But I am very much struggling to find things to to uh, discuss with it. There was nothing for me to kind of grab onto okay. and go, like, um, this is... Before we split them, because this spirals on from the um, the going on this morning TV. Right, yeah. And they get a whole bunch of shit. And then the next scene is someone saying they get death threats. And it's like, if you yeah. do anything to a wide enough audience, you get death threats. And I want <laughs> to know, at what point are we going to be successful enough to get a death threat? 
I feel like I'm getting one right now looking at you, Rick. That's... Oh. We have actually been invited to the Saudi embassy next week, but that's just a, <laughs> that's just a, that's just a clerical matter to get our passports yeah, sorted out for a corporate gig. Should be very straightforward, that one. Uh, I'm just looking forward to leaving the house. Um, so we say there's no there's no bad people in it, right? Especially Adriana and her, her beautiful accent and just how soft and lovely she is. But what about her daughter, Hayley? When Hayley turns around and says, yeah, my mum's got 11 dogs. I'm allergic to dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hayley, what? You are you are so low down on your on your mum's pecking order. And even when her mum's driving away, and she says, yeah, this is big weekend for Hayley, my daughter. It's her prom. I mean, I won't be there. I've got a dog show. <laughs> the, I've always the level disliked of neglect. The, I- <coughs> the idea of a prom. I never understood it. And they're, they're starting to filter it in this country as well. We had like a sixth form. But the prom is just like, right, so you've been through school. Now, if you don't get a date for this one thing, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. And at the end, we both vote the most fuckable people and they wear a crown and dance. It just seems so fucking odd. But that and- to me personifies America. Because, yeah, yeah it just... You know, they vote for the best looking person and the most popular. That that to me seems like American high school because it's owned by and run by the jocks, right? Who are the athletes? Whereas the, the, the smart people are constantly bullied. You watch any... I watched a Robert De Niro film the other day called At War With Grandpa. And he's... The, the smart, nice kid in that is bullied. In fact, all the kids in oh, that are bullied. Oh, bullied. Yeah, you the you showed me another fuck. Uh, you you put another one of these in front of me where we're doing bullying next <laughs> and see what happens to your mood then. Uh, I'm wondering, what, what do you reckon the dogs make of all of this? Like, if you did this to your dog, do, do you reckon he'd care? Uh, getting him to sit still would be a fucking night. There has to be a level of a, the placid dog. I mean, to get him his toenails clipped is like a four-person operation of <laughs> Oh, really? Out. You have to hold him down like... Ari's full-on reactive, yeah. Like, he's food-motivated, so you have to, like... So you can sit, treat, do do all the tricks and stuff for, for food. But if he doesn't like something, it's, it's very difficult to make that thing happen. Oh, okay. I think I've just been very lucky when I've been around your dog. He's adorable. Um, would, would you colour your dog? No. Really? Because... Uh, going back to Adrienne, the one whose daughter's got um, allergies, she gets out of going to family functions because she's like, yeah, I've got a dog show. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Rick might start colouring his dog just to get out. Any no, family no, no, function. I, I yeah, it should be a wedding this weekend. Family wedding. Not going. Got to show the dog. Oh, go on, Adrienne. I, I have- I have a podcast, and since I'm so far, I'm so low down on the comedy circuit. If you Google me, it's not telling you where I'm gigging next. I'm just plus support. So, so I oh, just yeah, I have Googled, a gig. Googled. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, <laughs> there's there's actually a Canadian comic called Rick Wharton who's doing better. Than <laughs> me. <laughs> He's doing it on the back of this podcast. <laughs> You'll love my podcast. I do a great accent on it. Um, he had a TV show called Conspiracy Theory. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Me Buttons and the new Rick Wharton will be coming back to you and next he's, week. He's he's Rick Wharton with a kid. It's a, and I don't want him to think that I've take, I've just went RIC because of him because I've always just been RIC due to being a lazy writer as a child. Well, as we, and we found out, uh, I didn't even know your name was Richard. <laughs> I thought your name was Rick. Um, 
Yeah, if I changed now, it'd be like Andrew Cole, and you'd be like, mm. yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I can't change it now. When I was watching this documentary, my missus walks in, and these were exact words: "Fucking hell." Well, it's art, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the thing: I, I I don't think these are bad people. I don't think that what they're doing is a, a waste of time. It's a hobby. They're being creative. It's they're getting their thing out of it. Just narratively speaking, it's not even close to what a documentary is for me. This is a this is a drawn out. This is a whole season of a reality show about cooking. I didn't even know there was a reality <laughs> show. I'm so. Uh, did you see uh, Cat Upson's fella? Did you did you see spot the look alike? Is that the one who looks like Cancelman Jam from Parks and Rec? I can't reach that Cancelman Jam. Give me a bit more data on Cancelman. He's 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 the dentist who's just like you just been jammed. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or he actually looked and sounded like Brian Caraca from Chicken People. I didn't even. Didn't even uh, as soon as I saw one. him, I went fucking. Out. I went back to Chicken People just to check him out. Um, did you know that dyeing your dog a different color is illegal in some states in America? Which is fascinating in, in those states you can buy semi-automatic yes. weapons that's insane isn't it and eat sugar yet you can't die your dog but you can die a, a load of school children um that's pretty much it right we follow them around and you know adrian has to have logan put to sleep which broke my heart uh but yeah yep yeah, i was i was dreading that kind of thing i was going to talk to you and then it comes to in the thing about hershey that's another reason I didn't like the, the, the their Hershey is the big competition they're all rooting for, yeah. and it, it kind of it kind of filters into is it Angela or Adrian? Uh, Angela Kemp, the Michael Jordan, the one who sells all the gear. No, not her. Oh, Adrian. She's the one who wins one and then says that Adrian should have. Adrian should have won. And did you see the anger on Adrian's face when she's Adrian's like, "I know I should have fucking won. You don't have to bring it up in front of everyone." Because they're, they're a close-knit community. It. That was passive-aggressive. They're all friends. Yeah. yeah, they're all friends. They're all nice people. They're all very nice people. The problem is I would rather watch um, PE teachers competitively grooming people. <laughs> That's what you tune in for, folks. Me being happy and Rick's great jokes. That's what we're here for. That was very good, Rick. Um, the, the competition they... Don't fucking patch it. <laughs> the competition they go to in hershey that's the world's largest dog grooming show and what happens in hershey it stays in hershey because they talk about butt bling oh yeah oh yeah the earrings on the dogs and stuff like that when Um, you sell them the earrings watching those classes watching those classes it reminds like when i took my dog to um puppy classes for behave and i'm there and i may have even mentioned this before in the podcast if i have i apologize but ari's reacting in this one room of eight puppies it's like a puppy royal rumble another one fucking (laughs) but my my dog doesn't stop barking and the beagle is the loudest breed of dog you can get so they then send me in a corner with the dog so that now i'm like four feet away from them which does not make ari any less loud while she's trying if anything the acoustic of a corner will bounce that sound around more uh, exactly. So, uh, but the thing is, like, I've 
watched live performance so much. From the age of 18, I've been a star. I've been trying to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. So I'm either watching, writing, whatever. I know when someone has fucking nothing and is filling for time. All right, so this woman who's meant to be teaching us how to get these dogs to behave. And you've got to remember, we booked this weeks beforehand and we had like big problems of getting Ari to settle. It was a nightmare that first year. And this woman's walking around going, oh my God, he is such a beagle. And then they wouldn't give you a fucking answer on how he's going to be better. What they would do is they would tell you a story of a dog that was just like that and then ended up being better with missing out the important <laughs> fucking X, Y, Z of how they did it. And I'm like, this is a bad compare. They're like, where are you from? Northeast? I love stutty kicks. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing? <laughs> and it was just, you, you guys are the best. You do it brilliantly. It's, you know, that gig, when, once you learn that, like, if it's not going well, just tell the audience that meant and, and don't break. Don't let the fucking mask slip. That took me years in comedy not to be like, I'm not shit, you're shit. Fuck you guys. This isn't even the fucking... <laughs> and that's what this, this class reminded me of while they're teaching them how to do the stuff. And they're like, do you know what? You can put the earrings on for free and a lot of the clients come back and ask for the earrings again. And that's nine quid and it's only 20p to buy them. So that's a great markup. That is great, mate. And then she just goes around telling everyone. We're going to start selling dog just, earrings, just, basically. That's what I learned from this. If that's the merchandise we get out of there, I am fucking <laughs> seething. Like, you could go to our merch store. You could you <laughs> buy, buy Vips of uh, Rick's Vape Oil or... Butt bling. It's one or the other. If you like dogs, right? If you like dog grooving, if you like the creativity, check it out. You'll probably enjoy this one. But other than that, there is not a whole lot to latch onto and say this happened then, then this happened, then this happened. So they get to Hershey, which is the big competition. And the thing is, like, it was so funny because yeah. they all have, like, an added element of performance about displaying the dog. So the one that's like a chicken... The guy comes out, dresses a farmer, and dances around the fucking chicken. Yeah, so they have to do a talent show. It was so uncomfortable. I didn't know if that was mandatory or they've just done it to try and push it over the edge that they win. She came and joined me watching this this morning. And she sat down on the sofa and she looked at these dogs who were all died. And she went, ha! It looks like women in Manchester at the end of a hen night. <laughs> And that, for me, that made the documentary. I was like, ah, oh, that was, thanks. Cheers, that was brilliant. Um, and then that's it. And in the end, Adrienne Pope, she finally wins. And she is world champion of dog dyers. She it was nice dogs, that she won. The world champion. It was, impo- it was important that she won. And then she gets uh, to go on the radio. It was nice that she won. It was. But uh, would, do you think she would have won if Kat Upson oh, yeah. hadn't had to move house? That's how much I got into it. I was like, there's no way Cat would have let that slip. Cat would have cleaned up there. Easy. <laughs> oh, mate. Listen, yesterday I heard about a guy being cut up and then buying 70 pound of lamb meat to cook while they burnt his body. Today I watched a woman die a dog. You don't know what this podcast is going to throw at you next. It's crazy, Rick. I've got a good idea for the next few months. Let me tell you that. I got a good fucking idea. I feel some Aaron Sorkin courtroom drama shit coming. I want some things that look like they could be in a movie, but they actually happened. That is what I'm looking for in a document. Like again, I I, and I I mean it for entertainment, which sounds bad to Kasogi, I know, but finding out that Jeff Bezos's phone's been hacked by the Prince of Saudi Arabia with a clip art—that's fascinating. Yeah. That's. 
as is Adriana Pope becoming world champion in dog grooming. That's awesome. Um, if you want to know more, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this sums it up for me. My last note, right? And I've normally got extensive notes. My last note is. <laughs> Are they your notes? My last, my my last note is poodle on a slide. <laughs> that's, that's my last note is poodle on a slide. The poodle was also on a swing. Don't don't forget that. I was, and this is the thing. This is again. I'm also wary because these women love their art. Right? They, they love, love their craft, but they're not the only ones. They, right? All of these shows are like a Russell Brand gig. They There's aren't no men. going to be on an entire amount of entertainment that doesn't involve what they like so if there's a what's this cut well groomed what the name of the documentary the, yeah yeah, doc- well groomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well yeah so if there's a well groomed two on these long road trips to fucking hershey they might be listening to this document <laughs> this podcast of me going i'd rather fucking see p teachers grooming people than these fucking clucking hens but and i want on record these these aren't Bad people. I'm not trying to shit on their hobby. What I'm trying to do is we need something that creates more than 30 minutes of content for <laughs> that's us. It, <laughs> that's, that's... We need a palate cleanser, and this was it. Um, the film was completed with the support of Women Make Movies Assistance Program, which is quite good. And if you want to know more, you can go to www.wellgroomedfilm.com, which, yeah, just the, that. Just the word groomed, right? It just it puts horrible shit in your head. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much on this one, right? There's not really... You're, you're right. But it is a nice palate cleanser. I needed this. I feel happier. The world's a great place. I, I was going to talk to you about going to the Cat Cafe in Edinburgh when I live up there. But I won't because you'll just... You won't understand that no, either. I don't mind that stuff. That, those, are, those are pleasant places to go. But if you stick a camera in there, I don't want to watch it for 75 minutes unless I'm eating a cake and having a coffee. Great like, cake <laughs> in the Cat Cafe. Mason de Moggy in Edinburgh, if anyone's yeah. ever there. Yeah, great. Um, right, so Rick, give me a score, man. Well, we're going to have to go through the back catalogue so I find out what I give chicken people and remove one point. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's uh, hang on. Well, let, let... And uh, also this week, it's a special week, we're releasing two episodes at the same time and we will be doing uh, Dear Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's, that's like the worst documentary ever made, isn't it? Uh, in terms of misery. But it makes top ten lists. Uh, so Rick gave chicken people two. <laughs> okay, so it, get, it gets a one. Fuck, it gets a man. one, girls. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, it didn't even look like a fucking dinosaur, Carolyn. It didn't even look like a fucking dinosaur. Like a dinosaur, you're right. Um, I am going to give this... He's a very creative, talented people. I loved him. I am complicit in this documentary not being successful. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's just had two views, right? So uh, the people who made it are like, look, we just had two views. One in the northeast of England and one in the south of England. So we're, we're clearly reaching a global audience. We're skewing their figures. You know the same way me and you are sitting there going, who the fuck listens to our show in Venezuela? That's what... People who want that, change, Matt. <laughs> people who want change. That's who's listening. That's what Rebecca Stern's doing now. Well, at least I've got the Northeast alongside me. Um, I'm going to give this one... The, again, I'm going to go same as Chicken People because I enjoyed it. 
Uh, I'm going to give it a healthy three. So that is a incredibly low for us. Four. Basically, if no yeah, one dies... We just watch documentaries that could change the world. <laughs> if no one dies or there's an injustice, we seem to score them very low, Rick. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to think of a one that would buck that trend. I, I think we're I think we're mean, is what I'm saying. I think we might be we I think we enjoy other people's misery. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. No, um, it's not normal. All right. <laughs> you buffoon. Okay. Like if you look at say Marvel Marvel movies, by far one of the best ones would be Infinity War, and that's because there's jeopardy and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that and he wipes out a lot of people. Exactly. I, it's got stakes, stakes. There's, there's a thing. I don't mean to sound like the guy from Greystate on the wall. Like imagine, the, imagine if that guy's wall in Greystate. Which if you haven't watched Greystate, it's it's a guy who goes crazy, kills his family because he's not good enough to write a movie. No, um, he's good enough to write. And a he movie. has all, He writes a great. He's not. He just he writes the fucking structure to it and doesn't fill in the blanks because he couldn't find the creativity to do it. He just freaked out and panicked. He at did the panic pressure. at the pressure. Yeah, and he murdered and he murdered yeah, his family. But the whole wall was was the structure of what should happen in the movie so the hero gets a fucking off uh, the propion or the equilibrium, disequilibrium of the structure of a, how a movie's put together. If that line went, they like something, they continue doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like this. Fuck it. I'm adding another point just to fuck you off. It gets four it's from okay. me. No one, it's a, no one respects it's your a- scores, Matt. No one respects it. <laughs> So that's a healthy five for well-groomed. Keep working, Rebecca Stern. I love your work. That was just lovely. So, um, yeah, that's it. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, anything more to add, Rick, before we close the, the door on well-groomed? 40 minutes. Wow, um, this is going to be one of our shortest episodes ever. Yes, yes, and as content creators, that's <laughs> fucking ideal, isn't it, Matt? Fucking ideal. Two hours on one. It all balances out. It's all right. I'll play the theme tune for the whole bit and then we'll do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I did on a uni project for a sitcom. I put a two-minute theme tune. Well, just... <laughs> <laughs> I do a 10-minute radio sitcom. And you know, how, there's an episode I, I previously talked about. I had a West Country fella write a song about me. And that song was about two minutes long. So I just I just put that as the first two minutes of it right now i need eight minutes to fill (laughs) there's a great thing in studio 60 on the sunset strip where he has a a countdown clock that resets every saturday night so he's basically a he's the head guy on saturday night live it's based around that idea and yeah the oh god we've got to fill an hour of content every week and the stress that he goes through to do that it's a was that Lawn? Matthew Perry. It's yeah, but it's effectively it is the Lawn character. Yeah, it's played by Matthew Perry. It's superb. If you get written by Aaron Sorkin, who did The West Wing. Oh, oh it's decent, brilliant. Yeah. Studio sixteen newsroom, newsroom well, superb. Think, Molly's Game. Few good men. Haven't seen Molly. Molly's Games. I think that's just come to Netflix. That's well worth it. That is superb. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to. Build up your fucking credit. <laughs> I take one of your recommendations. <laughs> All right, yeah, but listen, thank you very much to everyone that uh, continues to check us out. Uh, cheers. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
Oh, 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 oh,